Up and at him in the morning. Live here. In studio, my friends from Cass Winery. What is going on, friends from Cass Winery? How is everyone doing? Doing well, thank you. Doing very well, thank you. Good to see you, Steve Cass. What's been up with you, my man? A couple things I was just mentioning before we went on air. Um, one thing I'm really excited about is we got a new pizza oven. It's uh, 6,000 pounds. It took a massively big crane to put it in place. No way. We did a soft opening where we had 350 of our best friends show up to sort of test out our capacity. Yeah. We made 250 pizzas in two hours. Wow. <laughs> so we're tweaking the, the various menus we have out there. Uh, right now we got five different kind of pizzas going. And we're probably doing 50 to 100 a day on a, on a busy day. Where did you put it out down by the by the taco bar? Yeah. Uh, no, actually a little bit closer. It's outside, but yeah. it's uh, on the, I guess, on the left-hand side as you're walking out the door. Oh, okay, cool. It used to be a little ornamental area. Yeah. And we just pulled all that stuff out. Yeah. Built a nice cover over the top of it. Also, I'll let you talk about the uh, trees. This is going to be your project, Sterling. <laughs> yeah, we just uh, planted over 400 apple cider trees in the vineyard. So, um, and... 20 different varieties, and in a couple of years, we're going to be doing an in-house cider. So that, No that way, be fun. that's yeah. so cool. The, the only all-estate cider in-state. Right, yeah. <laughs> we, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We think it's, a, uh, it's been definitely a learning experience going through all the types of different trees and what we should plant. And uh, yeah, I have a couple of years to figure out how to make the cider. How fun. <laughs> Sterling, good to see you too, my man. You've been well? Yeah, yeah, doing really well so uh, playing what, around with these projects. Yeah, I mean, this is like a fun thing to get into. So when you're figuring out, like, I mean, who are you talking to? Who are you asking questions of? And how are you getting info? Like, okay, if we're going to get into this, we're going to do this the right way. You know what I mean? Right. So a lot of, you know, learn by tasting, of course. So yeah. <laughs> went around and tasted a bunch of uh, different ciders and tried to get an idea of varietals. Because uh, just like grapes, you know, the trees are the same. Tons of different varietals to, you know, depending on what you want to make. And then I uh, worked with uh, Neil Collins for uh, Trees of Antiquity. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it kind of helped to narrow down the, the types that we would like and what would work well in our vineyard. So it's almost kind of like winemaking in the sense where you're like taking different varietals, you're you're blending them, you're like, you know what I mean? It's like the, the roles that they play all kind of make this one song, if you will. Definitely. Uh, yeah, it correlates very well. And uh, it's, yeah, going to be really interesting. And these, uh, we were just talking, the trees are really starting to pop in the vineyard already. So, Do you get really challenged cool. by, you know, these types of adventures? Or is this just like, look, why, I mean, if you can make wine, I can make cider. Please, come on. Or, or is it almost like the opposite? Like, it's so out of what you normally do that maybe it's like, uh, don't, don't mess this one up. You know what I mean? Well, I tell Steve that. Uh, yeah, I got it. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't <What>? worry about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, don't worry. It, I got this, Steve. <laughs> it makes it uh, interesting for us. And, you know, it's like uh, you know, doing a vintage with wine. You always change something up because it keeps it more interesting. So having a new project doing, you know, keeping us on our toes a little bit makes it makes it more fun for us. Yeah. How did you kind of like survey the land and figure out, okay, like where are we going to put these? Like where's the best place here to put uh, apples, however many we're doing. The um, southwest corner of the vineyard uh, along Lene Road yeah. has had problems uh, with every variety we put in there. Really? Uh, we, we tested for every single virus you can possibly test for. We tried two or three different rootstocks. The one thing we found different is the boron levels in only in that section are higher. And vinifera... Like boron, like the elements. Like, yeah. 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 It, wow. Um, grapevines are more sensitive to it than a lot of other varieties. Huh. So that, that was the only other thing that could be causing this problem. Yeah. So in our research, we found out that apple trees love boron, so we decided to give that a go, rather than have it just be a dead spot in the vineyard And you're seeing, you saw them give oh, some... Oh, they, they popped up amazing. <laughs> like, in three or four days, they were throwing green leaves out. No way. And they're already, like, three feet tall. I mean, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they were that big when we got them. Right, right. But they were just 
dead wood. There's nothing growing out of them. Sure. The better, just coming out of dormancy. But they popped out immediately. What are you talking about, like, spacing and things like that? What, what do you, how do you even get into that? We basically have one tree for what used to be two vines. Okay. So we've used exactly the same trellising and irrigation system. Do you just get one harvest a year? Does that yes. Okay. Yes. In theory, 150 pounds per tree on average once yeah. they're totally, totally mature. And then what do you do? Do you put, like, one of those, like, belts around the tree and uh, shake it, or do you just go up and pick them? Like a ladder. And Who knows? He's like, we haven't even thought that far yet, Adam. What are you doing asking us this? Uh, but it's great. It should be really good for the uh, vineyard as well. You know, we're a sustainably uh, certified vineyard, mm -hmm. and this kind of thing is just a, a step to basically taking corrective issues mm -hmm. you know, naturally. That's we're cool. going to prune them so they're not too, too tall. Yeah. So we can reach almost everything without getting off the ground. Right. <laughs> what do you, um, when do they harvest? When do they grow? When do you pick them? Do you know time of year? Well, it's just like most yeah. other. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's so. in the midst of all <laughs> yeah. the craziness. You're going to yeah. love that, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like tasting Maved. You're tasting, you know, I, I know brown smell. I know there's or some really good ciders around here. Sure. I, I haven't tried very many of them, though. So I, I, I'm not a big, I was not in the passing away a big cider drinker. But I was in the Bay Area, and I went into a store that had a bunch of different ciders from Northern California. Yeah. So I picked five, six different ones, uh -huh. and we did a blind tasting of them. And they all got really bad scores. <laughs> really yeah, really. Bad scores, yeah. I would say if you want to look at cider, now there are some folks who do the can, like I love the Jean Marie and some of these other mm -hmm. ones, but like I'm like cider from like a winemaker, I would check out uh, Mikey Juni's Scar of the Sea. I would check his cider out because uh, I think, you know, the way that, you know, and the excellence that you guys pursue and that Sterling pursues in the final product, like under a, a you know, a cork or whatever, I think that's, you know, that. That bottle condition, that beautiful cider, um, Scar of the Sea for sure. Who else? I think uh, Mike Siner. Uh, I don't know if he sells it publicly, but he was doing it for. I think he sells it publicly now. Uh, his cider's good too. You know, there you go, a great winemaker who also makes cider. So. Yeah. What I noticed out of these cans that we got, it tells you what the ingredients are on the side, uh -huh. and it's it's apple concentrate, Ooh, or yeah. they might say apples from the West Coast, right? Or generic uh yeah. blueberry concentrate was in one of them yeah it's <laughs> hard to get apples one. around here then you're, you're going to um faraway places or other places in california you're going to like washington or something like that yeah. so to have your own estate apples that's going to be really special alice told me she tried a cider a local cider i don't yeah. remember who the make maker was there was a combination of a rosé wine and apple Hard yeah <sighs> She said, it, it was, she said it was really good. Yeah, it's ringing a bell mm -hmm. of familiarity. I just can't think of who it is, but I, I totally know I'd like if I could remember the name. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got our friends from Cass in here. We got some fun wines we'll talk about. Also, when we come back, I want to talk to you guys about being at the California Mid-State Fair. Again, with the Cork Dorks. We love when you guys are there. It is so much fun. Uh, Jeremy and I, the Cork Dorks, going to be there every single day at the California Mid-State Fair. And, man, it is coming up. It is. I mean, July 4th is around the corner. And then a couple weeks after that, it is fair time. I can't even believe this summer is moving as fast as it is. We got more coming up. Steve Cass, uh, Sterling Cragton, Cass Wine is in the house. Up and Adam in the morning. Thanks for being up and Adam in the morning. It is the Crush 92.5 in studio. We have our friends from Cass Winery. Cass in the house. Steve Cass, Sterling Cragton. We got Chanda. We got the whole crew here. What is up, guys? How is everyone? Doing well. Got yeah? some wine. Got some cheese. Can't I know. Look at this. <laughs> When Shanda comes, it's all dialed in. Yeah. <laughs> she dials it in. She doesn't trust us. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. She's like, the guys are coming down, but I'm going to come just to make sure everything goes okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about your, uh, we'll talk about you guys coming to the California Mid-State Fair with the Cork Dorks in a second. Your July 4th party, 
Sounds insane. Sounds like so much fun. What are we doing? This is literally on the 4th, right? Yes. Monday the 4th. Yep, Monday the 4th. We're going to have a fun party. Um, we're going to have um, barbecue food, wine by the glass and bottle. We're even going to be pouring Barrel House Brewery, which is just my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to have the Joy Bonner Band, live music, games, and color bombs for photo ops, getting That's all red, white, and blue. It's very kid-friendly. Very kid-friendly. Come on cool. out. It's like it's 2 to 7, so it's kind of come, hang out, enjoy the day, and then you can go off and watch your fireworks right. and finish your day off with a, a pow. But um, I'm really excited because we're going to be um, kind of showcasing for the first time Third Wheel Tours, which is a new company that's here in town. And they're going to be doing sidecar uh, tours throughout the vineyard. So that is going to be a free thing. So like for a little people. motorcycle with a little car next to it. You got it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So people can hop on and they can tour through the vineyard and kind of check out the vineyard and um, just, you know, quick little five, 10 minute tours around the vineyard. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Just something different for the event this year. Sterling, would you even fit in one of those things? You're too tall for that. <laughs> I, I crammed in. It yeah. was, it was, Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> it was actually surprisingly roomy, but it was fun. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. These are so neat. <laughs> So you'll, you'll do tours through the vineyard. Yeah, we'll do tours through the vineyard, and then people can kind of hang out, have lunch, or have dinner, and enjoy games and live music, you know, dancing, and just enjoy everything that is Americana, right? Yeah. What's kind of nice about the sidecar, you know, we have people that ride horses through the vineyard. I was going to say, can but, Steve, Cass, and Ted but think of more ways to get through the vineyard? <laughs> on different well, if you're going to ride a horse, you have to be able to physically get on the horse and stay on it. Yes. Uh, and the same with the people that take our electric bikes, and you've got to be capable of of taking the electric bike but if you've got grandma or somebody with a broken leg or even even somebody that's disabled in some way mm-hmm. we can get you into a sidecar yeah yeah it was that's just, pretty cool i was just talking with jd of third wheel tours and he was talking about how they had just had a 93 year old in their sidecar and oh. grandma was so ecstatic she was like she got after she getting in was a little challenging sure. but she had the most amazing time and afterwards she was just like thank you so much that was such an exhilarating experience it was how really fun cool. Yeah. Grandma tearing it Grandma up. Grandma tearing That's it up. so <laughs> cool. So July 4th is going to have a lot going on, um, including, like you said, there's a kids area, like Steve noted, real family friendly uh, coming out. Now, the event is free, but you kind of want to gauge what you can expect. So you do want people to just register for free tickets. Right. You right. can just grab your free tickets on castwines.com. Really simple. And come on out and kind of experience it how you want to experience it. If you want to come and grab food and wine or if you just want to come and hang out for a little bit, no big deal. Cool. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Fourth of July, which is Monday. Can you believe that? Does this summer feel like it's moving quick to you, too? It's so fast. Rapidly. Yeah. <laughs> well, this heat spell has slowed it down a little bit. Yeah. How are the grapes looking right now, guys? Uh, they're still small. They're about yeah. the size of a pea. Yeah. But they're happy. The vines are still happy. They've mm-hmm. stood it so far. We have really deep soils. So it might be a Walmart parking lot on the surface yeah but this clays are heavy enough you go down 12 inches and it's very moist yeah you know um i was joking about how all the different ways we have uh, and have thought of to appreciate your vineyards um stayed out at the geneseo inn that thing is incredible i mean what a great way to just like visit and like oh like if you hello whether you're going to be a little date weekend or you're just bringing some friends from out of town. Or I always say, like, have friends come from out of town, have them stay at your place, and then you go to the Genesee Exactly. Land. <laughs> so nice. We've got new stuff so coming you, that way yeah. with that. So, Adam, have you ever heard of a salt therapy? No. It's like a spa treatment. Oh, is this like, is this like where you float? 
That's one. That's one way you can do it. Okay. The other thing is just to walk into a room with salt walls, salt floor, salt humidifier, all that stuff that really? clears the nasal passages and everything. I could use this. Yes. Go on. Go so, on. It's the reason I, I, I mentioned this. It's like a, it's it, like a it, walk-in neti pot. It's like walking into a neti pot. We, we've had a plan in front of the county for six or seven months. It just recently got approved yeah. uh, to put in a, a, a plunge pool, a little bit larger than a plunge pool, and a spa. This is the container? The spa will be in the container, okay, and it'll be attached and over a swim-up wine bar. Oh my God! So we just had our first meeting with the architect to work on this. So details. the swim-up wine bar got approved. It did. <laughs> all that money I put in there worked. All those bribes. I'm gonna have to take out about a quarter of an acre of vines to make sure the water usage isn't a problem. Okay, I'm using less water than what I was doing before. For sure, huh? I'll lose a tiny bit of cabernet. Mm-hmm. But the, the pool's gonna be cool. It's gonna be um, covered, so you're in the shade. There'll be a couple tables uh, in, in the pool for people that can't fit around the bar. Oh, my God. And then the spa is right there associated with it. And we're looking at these spa therapies and the float therapy, which is in salt water. Yeah. And we're looking at it, making the pool a salt water pool. Fun. Now, the pool guy and the con- my contractor, that crazy contractor, yeah. might say, screw that. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> right. We're, we're going to see what we can do to make that happen. Good for you. How fun. Always <laughs> these big dreams. I remember the last time we were talking, I think it was probably out the fair, you're like, Yada, 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 swim up pool. We're just like, what? You know? But then going out to Geneseo when we were there a few months back, oh my God, it's so great. And then we did the horseback riding with Central Coast Trail Rides, and I have an interview with them coming up, and I just love what they're doing up there, and just a great way to appreciate not just the vineyards, but like just the whole property. I mean, you're way up there with a view. Yeah, they're going to take view. you out, out of the vineyard on top of the hill uh, behind the vineyards so yeah. to view of the whole valley. I said, right? take me to Steve's house. Very nice. Yeah. I was well, on you my probably house. went right by the house. I did, yeah. We're Way back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there, and I like sitting day. on the porch drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Naked. Crazy. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 70, 60 years old. Uh, yeah. It doesn't look that good. <laughs> uh, so you just got to get out to Cass. And I don't know. I mean, I guess somewhere along the line, you and Ted were like, Look, if we're going to be out here where we are, we're going to have to think of ways, uh, and you've always done this throughout the years, we're going to think of ways for people to be able to come out here and stay out here for a minute. Yeah, the first time you come out, it seems like a long drive. It's a windy drive. But now with GPS, it's so much simpler. And once you come the first time, it's pretty easy. Totally. Yeah. But I mean, just the idea of, like, I mean, even back in the day when you didn't have the the restaurant or this and that you were a place where if somebody was on a horse they could take their horse there wrap them up tie them up and then just stay for a while i have over 500 people have signed our um waiver of liability to ride their horses that they own not yeah. the central coast trail rides ones right. that they own personally so they're coming from all over the central coast and That's i've so got cool. them on a distribution list for the day we come up with a horse people only party no way do you <laughs> so we talked about it Having like a horse swim across the reservoir, Stop like it. a race. Yeah. But then the yeah, insurance company goes, nah, I mean, that's not, right, not yeah. a good idea. <laughs> I like how you think, so though. We got to work on some ideas. Early morning ride, maybe, like sunrise, mm-hmm. and then have a brunch afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. So we did the uh, the Central Coast Trail rides around your vineyards, and it was, it was Lady I Fancy, her mom, her mom's boyfriend, who we had just met that first time. So like, okay, so we're going to see his name was Bob. Oh, his name still is Bob. But so he goes, uh, <laughs> and, and like, you know, she, odd, uh, Lady I Fancy's mom has some horse experience, but shoot, 30, 40 years ago, right? Um, and then her boyfriend, Bob, was kind of like, oh, I've done this before here. That, And then you could see like, you know, they're just, hey, we're all moving at the same pace. And then you could see Bob over there like, come on, come on, you know. <laughs> and like, you know, the poor, what's, I forgot the, the who's the Central Coast, is it Jeff? Central Coast Trail Rides guy? Brian. Oh, Brian, Brian sorry. Crystal. Brian yeah. Crystal, yeah. 
Brian and Crystal and their cute little daughter. She was on the ride with us too. She oh, was, she could she could lead the. She's only ten years old. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. A really good horse person. Girl. But like, here's like Bob getting she could you lead know the ride in trouble. Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, Bob, we're supposed to slow. You know, <laughs> it's just so funny. I loved it. It was so much fun. We go through the the uh, creek bed. Mm -hmm. And then you're up on some elevation. It was just the coolest and way. And the horses are super tame. They just oh, love to have their nose on the tail of the horse in front of them. And yeah. they're totally happy. Yeah. And Brent really, does a really good job gauging the horses to the people. Uh -huh. They're really experienced. They have to have yeah. ask you how much you weigh so they get you on the appropriate size horse. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I had to report that for all my whole family when they went out. Oh, does my sister want everybody to know? Oh what my she gosh, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is this this email's confidential, right, Brian? <laughs> I don't even tell my doctor this. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah, Brian and his daughter. Yeah, she could run those things. She was so like proficient. Oh, she's so cute. She's got these cute little cowboy boots. I know. On a ten year old girl. Yeah, <laughs> sweet little gal. Um, check out Cass Wines. Uh, Casswines dot com. Shanda's the you website, and there you will get the um, all the info you need for the July fourth. It's a completely free. To come, just register so they know how many to expect. Uh, they're going to be firing up that brand new pizza oven. They got stuff for the kids. They got Barrel House beer. Uh, they got live music from... From the Joy Bonner Band. That sounds fun. We're going to come back. We'll talk about them coming uh, to the California Mid-State Fair with us. Cass Wine is up and at them in the morning. We have our friends from Cass Wine in the house. Sterling Cragton is the winemaker. Steve Cass, the namesake of this beautiful winery. And uh, Chanda Brown, who is just all around lovely, keeping them all in line. How is everyone doing? <laughs> doing well. Doing great. great. Thank you guys so much for um, supporting the Cork Dorks and being at the California Mid-State Fair with us. We're excited about this. Always fun. Yeah, we're, we're very excited, too. We've been doing this quite a few years now. And I, I've been to quite a few of them, although I guess I'm going to miss this year. Uh -oh. But uh, I'll have a, the full team will be out there. And, nice. Uh, with my crazy partner. Yes. And it will be, <laughs> it, I guarantee it will be fun. Yes. And you don't mean Alice. You mean Ted Plum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sorry, Alice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love Alice. Well, look, um, Sterling, you've come out there with us a bunch. Yep, been out there tons of times. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. And it's uh, nice that it's more time. You know, it's not just a crunch. We get to do the... Uh, do the show and be up on stage and just you know have a good time, drink some wine and have yeah. a few beers too. Well, I'll tell you, um, this Viognier that you've made, I know it's not that easy to get. Didn't you almost sell out of this one? Are you already sold out, Steve? We sold out in the tasting room about a month ago. Yeah. We have a commitment to our distributors who so are holding a little bit back for him to pick up a little bit later this summer. So you just we don't have anything left to sell through the tasting room. So you just pinched a bottle from the distributor that we got a chance to open don't here. Tell him. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It is so good. Sterling, um, what is the program behind this Viognier? Because, first of all, Viognier, one of these grapes, Paso does such a good job at making Viognier. And what you do to it, your fingerprint on it, and your vineyard's fingerprint on it is just stellar. Yeah, it, it, Viognier handles the heat really well, and then the way I do it is, you know, really cold ferment, so it really prefer, uh, preserves the, the fruitiness, and you can see that just a lot of tropical fruit comes through on this, um, but, and so very fruity, but no sugar, you know, totally dry, so it's a really nice combination between them, and uh, yeah, the Central Coast Wine Competition, this was best of class Viognier. Nice! Which, yeah, we've, we've won a few times, and so it's always a, a really good example of Viognier, uh, and one of our favorites, and that's why it sells out super fast <laughs> is it um that side of paso because i think of another vignette where i get this kind of beautiful mouthfeel i think of like eberly's right i think they do another beautiful vignette yeah. and it's right up there with yours but is this this side of paso that does it this well um yeah and the style and chris and i chris eberly and i yeah. uh, joke back and forth about who has better vignette and rosé i love that uh, it's it's usually one or 
of us that ends up winning. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it's just a friendly competition because it is a yeah, very similar style and, uh, once again, a really good example. It's a of pretty, pretty similar growing environment also. They're mm-hmm. not that far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you talk about Rosé. Uh, I remember the first his first year, his first vintage when he came over to Eberly was 2015, and his Rosé was uh, kick-ass. This Rosé that you brought, we're going to have to pour this in a second. This one, Best Rosé? Yeah, Best Rosé at the Central Coast One competition. Dude. Yeah. So it's uh, really fun for me because it's uh, now the trifecta. I've, I've won a best overall white, best over red, and now best overall rosé. So Look at you, and you won yeah. best winery of the year a few times, <laughs> yeah. too. Look at this. Great. Well, it's going to be fun to have your award-winning wine at the California Mid-State Fair with the Cork Dorks. Is the rosé left for your fans? Oh, definitely. We got. I made 1,500 cases of it, so we got a few months. Yeah. And, uh, it, it'll, it'll last into the fall, at least. Oh, cool. That's good. Yeah, because, you know, people like, uh, there's like this resurgence of a desire for rosé right around Thanksgiving again. Right, right. It kind of comes back around, and uh, it's nice that, uh, especially in this area, we're soon to see more high-quality rosés. Yeah. What's the program behind the rosé? What are we doing to make it so bomb? Uh, primarily more vedra, which is, you know, starting to come back as a resurgence as far as rosé. It's very traditional, like a Provence-style rosé, um, and so that definitely makes it unique. And it's just, once again, kind of like the Viognier, really fruity, um, but nice, crisp, totally dry. Yeah. And yeah, has uh, been kind of our, our secret sauce. Yes, it, it has. I think we've got it in six or seven different blends. Mm-hmm. And plus, we have the standalone. And the standalone in 17 variety was named Best Red Wine on the Central Coast. Mm-hmm. And then we added as a blend, a, you know, Rockin' One and a Rockin' Ted. And we have got it, got it in the Rosé. And we've got it, to be reserve. <laughs> is the presence of Moved the way it is at Cass, is this more because of how well it performs in your vineyards, or is this you, Ted, just, you guys just love Moved? Uh, both. Yeah. Um, it does require a lot of heat to get ripe. Uh, it, they measure the, the heat that you get in growing degree days, and we've been on the side of town, the hotter side of town. We have a lot more of that than the, the other side, the west side. So some of my friends that grow Moved on, on the west side have had some seasons where it, it just never got ripe. You know, it gets to 21 bricks and it shuts down and you really can't make wine out of that. We we always get to 24 or 25 because we're on the hotter side of town. Yeah. So it's a, a much better wine for us because of our growing environment also. So, Sterling, you've heard of the game F. Mary Kill, right? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> the way I heard somebody ask this recently, um, because we're not going to say F. Mary Kill over grapes, which is weird, but if you had to, like, Date, marry, and just be off with one. Right. Gr- Grenache, Syrah, Moved. Which one are you dating? Which one are you marrying? Which one are you ridding of? Uh, <laughs> it would probably be the more vetra. Even though I use it the most, <laughs> I get rid of that. Just yeah. it's, it's always a pain in the butt. Yeah. It's the last one to harvest. It is. He complains gro- about it every year. Every year. <laughs> every year about it. Uh, That's Ted. like your wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Uh, Ted even stopped asking. He starts during harvest. He's like, how is it? Never mind. Yeah, ask, I, just, I complain about it every year. Yeah. Um, it, it is a pain, but it's putting that extra effort into it, which is why they, they end up turning out. Um, but then if I was, yeah, married to me, Syrah. Uh, yeah. I, I love Syrah. I would drink that every day. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, yeah, kind of got a, not a great rap. I don't understand why a lot of people don't like it, but. Uh, it's my my favorite. Or do they not know that they like it? Is it just they just don't buy it? So my my theory is, if you remember back a decade ago, there's just a ton of very inexpensive Syrahs coming over from Australia. Yeah, they're they're you know on the shelves for eight, nine, ten dollars. And if you drink that Syrah and you think, well, if that's representative Syrah, I don't, Syrah, I don't like Syrah. Right. But it's just like when I was trying to decide what white to plant, and I bought a ten dollar Viognier, and I told the, the 
John Crossan, my vineyard manager, said, I don't like Viognier. He said, how much did you spend for that bottle? I said, well, like $10. He said, we well, a cheap son of a bitch. Get a decent yeah. bottle. <laughs> so I went out and bought a $25 bottle. I go, I love Viognier. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. It's so interesting. It's so interesting. We've got Steve Cass here, Sterling Crackton. We also have uh, Chanda Brown here, Cass Wines. They're going to be at the California Mid-State Fair with the Cork Dorks. Uh, first, though, make sure you check out CassWines.com and uh, get into their uh, July 4th shindig it's completely free they just want you to register to get your free tickets so they can have an idea on all the friends of theirs that are showing up the sidecar tours that's really cool get one of those little motorcycle sidecars and tour their beautiful vineyards live music uh they'll be pouring barrel house in addition to their award-winning wines uh it's family friendly kids games lots of other stuff going on july 4th that's monday Cast wines and congrats to all the, all the success at the Central Coast Wine Competition. Thank you. That's fantastic. You must be very proud. Very proud. And we'll uh, look forward to drinking these award winning wines at the California Mid State Fair. Once again, we took in best in class with the Viognier. Yep. And then best rose. Best overall rose. Damn. And we'll try that one next. Very good, Sterling. Stud Sterling here once again. Stud Steve <laughs> and uh, Charming Chanda. Love you guys. <laughs> Very good. But thank you guys for coming and being up and Adam in the morning, friends. Up and Adam in the morning. With Adam on heel. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 a.m. The Crush 92.5. The perfect blend.